It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary, this is episode 313 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo Community Podcast. This episode is called Updated Ethereals. It is June 26, 2021, and this is Jen. I'm going to start off with my week in gaming, which went pretty good overall. I think, if I remember correctly, last episode I was talking about wanting to get that uh, Emerald Dragon pet, and I finally did it. And there's videos up now on bookofgen.net. There are many videos from season 23 on YouTube. Also called, the account there is also called, um, I think it's called Book of Jen. (laughs) I think so. It's there though. And I'll have the rest up uh, later. And then I'm going to start putting more Diablo Immortal stuff up uh, as well. That's where I'm at for now. And I'm hoping to have more time to play later on today. This episode's being recorded about a day late, and the reason for that is we have, uh, Sean and I have cockatiels. One of them has a history of having seizures, and there's no medication you can give a bird with a seizure that's a cockatiel. Maybe if it was a parrot, but there's nothing for cockatiels for this. And every so often, something happens to him, and he basically has a seizure, and it's unpleasant, and he's terrified the whole time, and kind of worries the other two birds in the cage as well and it takes a very long time between actually catching him so he doesn't hurt himself any further and getting him back to normal and aware of his surroundings again and it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort but we love him so we do it and by the time the whole process is over both Sean and I and the bird are exhausted so we didn't really have the energy to do a good show under those circumstances but he's all better now and so here we are the show will be a little bit later than typical i'm going to start off by talking about something that the diablo account retweeted at diablo on twitter and they had a series of tweets in a thread that started off with your class choice is a window into your mortal soul and then they just went alphabetical with all of the classes in Diablo 3. And so they have like the little symbol of the class, the name of the class, and a picture of one of the two options of that class standing next to it with a background of, you know, kind of gray and almost like where you start off with uh, when you're making a character, almost kind of. It's like that gray kind of hazy stuff. So for the Barbarian, they wrote, you are too feeble-minded to memorize any spells. And there's the barbarian with an axe. With the crusader, the Diablo account wrote, A flail, a steed, a six-foot shield. It is clear you overcompensate for much. And then for demon hunter, it's got the demon hunter with two uh, crossbows. And they wrote, You fear confrontation, so you chose a class built around ranged combat. That, and you lack any real skill. And for the monk... They wrote, you move quickly, but chase only emptiness. 
For the necromancer, they wrote, Your most loyal companion is a lifeless pile of bones. For the witch doctor, they wrote, You are filled with poison and can summon vermin. You should really just join us. (laughs) Which I thought was pretty funny. And then the wizard... You crave power, something you are unable to achieve. And so there's little pictures, and it's really nicely done from an art perspective, but it's also kind of funny. It's not like horoscopes like they did. Um, they, they did those a while back, but it's still kind of fun, and so many people want to respond to it and have responded to it. And I normally play the Barbarian more than anything else. I started off as a demon hunter way back in the day uh, when Diablo three launched. And y'all remember, if you were there for it, just how long it took to get into the game at that time. So I was playing a demon hunter for quite some time, and I eventually shifted over to the Barbarian. And so I responded to the Diablo thing with the Barbarian uh, that the Diablo account wrote, saying, you are too feeble-minded to memorize any spells. And I responded with, it depends on how many antihistamine I'm on, because really, that's my life now. You know, it has been for a while. But if you want, you can take a look at that, and everything I talk about will be linked into the show notes at ShatteredSoulStone.com. So if you're driving while listening to this or doing some housework or whatever, you can catch it later on the, on the show's blog. No problem. Leviathan posted a video on June 29, sorry, June 19. Dyslexia Strikes, June 19. And it's uh, titled Season 24 Preview, Hadrick's Gifts and Conquests. So this is about the upcoming Season 24. And he wrote that this video is our traditional preview of season of the season, going over all of the Hadrick's Gifts available in Season 24, as well as the conquests and how to beat them. Which class are you going to start with in Season 24? And I may have read that slightly off, but that's the main idea. And I probably will be playing a Barbarian again. I don't know what you guys are going to play, but you can uh, figure that out as you get there. He always does such really detailed videos, and it's it works for me. I'll watch his videos and like really understand what's coming up, especially talking about the Conquest, because I don't typically make it that far at all. <laughs> but it'll be fun to start a new season. It always is for me. It's takes me a little bit to get into it usually and then I have to come to a decision of am I cool just going through chapter four or do I want to try to do the whole thing and it just depends on how much time I have and what else is going on like everybody else you know life can get in the way at times but I'll probably be playing a barbarian and I will be looking at the conquest just to see if it sounds possible for me speaking of uh Diablo 3 as you may have heard they have updated the ethereals Hence the name for this episode. And they put it on the PTR notes that you find on the Diablo3.com you know, website. And they highlighted in red the things that they changed thanks to feedback from everybody that got into the PTR and left some feedback. So last time I talked about the ethereals and how that works, just some you know basic ideas of what that does. They've updated them for every class not every ethereal for every class. It is my understanding that there are three ethereal items for each class. And some of these classes had all three updated in some way, and some only had two. So I'm just going to go over these in case you're wondering what class you want to play in Season 24 and haven't decided yet. So the Crusader, there's one called Asteron's Iron Ward. They added... Affix plus one to maximum damage per paragon level up to 800. 
So if you're playing a Crusader and you have that Ethereal, you definitely want to go for Paragon, but once you hit 800, you're not going to get any advantage from that particular Ethereal anymore. They also updated Callum's Will. They added an Aphex. Aphex. Killing an enemy reduces the cooldown of Steed Charge by one second, so you can run faster on your horse. For Demon Hunter, all three got updated. The, I'm going to massacre this pronunciation, Bereza Do Kianen. They added an Aphex. Hits against frozen enemies are always critical hits. Doomslinger got uh, an added Aphex. Killing an elite pack increases movement speed by 30% for 7 seconds. And Wind Force got two added. One is an added Aphex maximum discipline levels 1 through 70. And then there's also an added resource cost reduction uh, at level 70. So that's what those do. For the monk, there's two that got updated. One is Bartok's Cutthroat. The added Aphex is consecutive hits to enemies increases damage by 10% up to 100%. And Shadow Killer added Aphex. Uh, reduce the damage of enemies hit by 25% for 5 seconds. For the Necromancer, only one got updated, and that is the Soul Harvest. Reduced value of maximum essence, 45 to 50 to 9 to 12. So they nerfed that one from the sound of it. And then the Aphex that was removed was critical hit damage. So I don't know if I'd be happy about that if my first choice of, you know, what character class to start with was the Necromancer this season. Because if I'm looking at that right, it sounds like it had, you know, 45 to 50 sounds that like that's a lot more essence than they're getting with the 9 to 12. So that might be a deal breaker for somebody that wants to play a Necromancer. The Witch Doctor got a whole lot of love in this one. All three of their ethereals got lots of stuff. The Arlox Needle, they removed the Aphex plus 100% damage to all Witch Doctor skills. Oh no, maybe they didn't get a lot of love after all, but they did add, in replacing it, they added uh, the Aphex plus 200% damage to all Decay skills. So you're going to want to use Decay skills because you can't just have a plus 100% damage to all of your skills if you have that particular ethereal for the Witch Doctor. Ghost Flame, they removed the Aphex, uh, plus 100% damage to all Witch Doctor skills. Wow, I guess they all had that on it. That's fascinating. Uh, they added the Aphex, plus 200% damage to all secondary skills, and adjusted damage range to be more consistent with other one-hand ethereals. The Gidbin, they removed the Aphex, 100% damage to all Witch Doctor skills, and they added the Aphex, plus 200% damage to all Voodoo skills. Now, I think this is a little weird, because I've heard a lot of people, well, maybe I've just read it online with, uh, you know, social media and stuff like that, but uh, there's been a, an ongoing perception that the Diablo 3 Witch Doctor doesn't get a whole lot of love and there were some sort of glitchy things like there was a point in the past where if you played the Witch Doctor and you used the dogs and you went to the next level of the rift that your dogs weren't there anymore and you had to respawn them and hope you're not in a mob but it seemed like fewer players as time went on from when this game launched years ago I think it was 2011 2012 something like that not as many people were playing the Witch Doctor because over time, it seems like it got nerfed quite a bit. And with this, it sounds like they started out maybe compensating for that perception 
by adding 100% damage to the, all of the witch doctor skills, which would mean you could use, you know, you could mix and match them however you want and still be effective. But if they're taking that away and limiting it to only secondary skills on one and only decay skills on another and only voodoo skills on the third, I'm not sure how that's going to work. But I guess we'll see. Somebody will have some sort of uh, something to say about it, I assume. But it sounds like if I was going to play a witch doctor, and I have, I've played witch doctors before. I've gotten a couple of them up to 70 at the very least. Can't remember how much farther beyond that. But I have played them. And they're kind of fun. But is this really, like, I think I'd be kind of disappointed if I was set on playing a witch doctor and saw, wow, 100% damage to all witch doctor skills. That sounds great. And then to see that that's been taken away. I think it would bother me if I wanted to play that one this season. And then the wizard, two of them got updated. The Oculus, they added an Aphex, reduced the damage of enemies hit by 25% for five seconds. And Wizard Spike, they added the Aphex, consecutive hits to enemies increases damage by 10% up to 100%. So there's a little bit of good and a little bit of bad in there. In general, <laughs> there's a skill change for the monk. And with that one, it has to do with the Mystic ally updates so the earth ally active ability now works with enforcer gem mystic ally leashing radius has been reduced adjusted attack speed interaction with mystic allies that's just something else that they did in general there's a bunch of other little developers notes talking about different specific items and things like that so you can check that out if you want further information there's some bug fixes in here there's a developer's note that just says carlos says hi Hi, Carlos. They removed Carlos sort of testing from Kanai's cube powers list in the PTR, apparently. <laughs> so that's kind of cute. And there's other stuff in here, and you can check it all out if you care to. Leviathan updated his ethereals gallery. He made a gallery about all the ethereals, but as I just read, they've been altered, or some of them have at least. So he's got an imager file with... Um, well, it's a gallery. He says, I updated my ethereals gallery, gallery with the version 2 changed ethereals and also noted what was added or removed for each one in the image captions. So if you didn't want to read through the PTR update thing on a black background with white and or red text, which for me is hard to read because I'm dyslexic and I think that's part of why it makes it harder for me to read that stuff. You can go and look at the pictures that he's got, and it might be easier for you to really, you know, hone in on exactly what all of these ethereals have, especially if you're aiming for a particular class. You can kind of start comparing maybe a little easier than going through the PTR notes and kind of guessing. And Big Daddy Den also has an ethereal PTR update to all classes, nerfs slash buffs, and it's a YouTube video. So if you prefer checking this information out in a video, there's one for you there from Big Daddy Den. There's an artist named Mike Fran Francina or Francina, F-R-A-N-C-H-I-N-A. I'm not familiar with this person, but they make art. And Mike posted a really detailed drawing and he described it this way. Don't know if I ever posted this before. This is my old Plague Knight design that eventually went on to get reused for a D3 Necromancer armor set. And it kind of looks like the reddish armor. I'm blanking on the name of it right now. I should have written it down. But that one, if you've played a Necro, you know what I'm talking about. And it looks a lot like it. There's definitely that color. The drawing that he's got that he posted on Twitter has sort of these 
sort of, um, it's not really a skirt, but these like draperies hanging from maybe around the waist to the feet of this character. And it's got all these unreadable runes and drawings and such on the side of it. It looks like there's a cape. He's holding a sword. The The helmet covers the whole head. It's really neat. And I could totally see where this was, you know, reused for a D3 necromancer armor set because there's a lot of similarities in there. And it, it looks pretty cool. I don't know what else this guy draws, but this is pretty neat. And for podcasts of the week or last week, depending on when they uh, appeared, West March Workshop has released episode 211, episode 211 called Waiting Lobby Loading. And this was posted on, let's see, four days ago from as I'm reading this now. The description here is the Reaper of Souls has descended upon the mortal realm. Okay, wait, is this actually talking about new stuff? Let's see. I'm not sure. That might be just their normal flavor text for when they start the show. And I'll just leave you to check it out. You can check it out on YouTube. You can listen to it if you just want to do the audio format. Um, I know Nine Ball's on it. I'm not sure if anyone else was. And, you know, there's a bunch of ways to do it. I th- I know they record it live on Twitch. So you can look at it there as well. Got a lot of options with uh, West March Workshop. Hearthstone Hell also released an episode. It is episode number 27, and that's uh, done by Shazam, who used to be one of the hosts of Shattered Soulstone. And it looks like the description is that Shazam talks about all the news in the Diablo universe over the last two weeks. His show is on Anchor, and you can find it there. And if you follow Hearthstone Hell or if you follow Shazam, then you can... uh, and check it out through there. Uh, it's, I believe it's just audio. It might be a video. I'm not sure. I think Anchor could be either. So you can go and find out. There's a, uh, speaking of the Witch Doctor, which I was talking about earlier, Maxwell has a guide to the Witch Doctor Spirit Barrage Witch Doctor Guide is what it's called, the LOD one. And this one is specific for non-season. It's, um, or is it a seasonal guide? Wait a minute here. I guess... There's two versions of this. There is a seasonal guide you can look at, and then there is a non-seasonal guide you can look at. This was published by uh, Chewing Nam, and it was last updated on June 19. So if, let's see, it's got all the usual things you'd expect. It's got the little character thing, and it's got what you should be wearing and the gems and the runes and all of that sort of thing. Uh, There's a core setup for when you start. I'm not sure. It looks like they've suggested that you use the scoundrel and what the scoundrel should be wearing, which would mean that maybe this one for the seasonal stuff was aimed at uh, season 23, which is the current season. But there's a non-seasonal guide, too. And it might be a little bit different from the other one. So it's, you know, if, if you really want to play a witch doctor, but you're not too keen on what happened with the ethereals, for season 24, this might be a good set for you to try if you don't happen to want to do this season. And Pure Diablo has a new guide. The guide that they have put out is called Dealing with Diablo 2 Monster Immunities. It was written on June 23rd, and it's written by uh, Swamagoon, I think, is the name of the person that wrote it. It's got a really neat demon picture at the top of it and it is pretty much what you'd think it would be it shows you how to overcome diablo 2 monster immunities and they are uh, explaining very quickly without me reading the whole thing to you that 
Some monsters are more resistant to certain types of damage thanks to the Diablo 2 monster immunities. And by the time you get to Late Nightmare, you're going to encounter monsters which are 100% or higher resistant, that means immune, to certain damage types. And throughout Hell Difficulty, almost every monster is immune to at least one type of damage. So this blog post that they have breaks it down for you about what to expect and what you might use to counter that. So there's, to reduce monsters' resistances, you have... Uh, two character classes that have skills that can reduce the monster resistances before 100, below 100% immune levels. There's ways a paladin can do it, and there's ways a necromancer can do it. And then there's some details. Druids, barbarians, assassins, and Amazons do not have a skill that reduces resistance. And while the sorceresses have cold mastery to lower cold resistance, it never breaks cold immunity. And then there's a diversity damage type, so you could try different ways of handling monsters in order to get around some of that. Um, all classes have a physical attack and throw that causes at least some physical damage, but it's pretty uncommon for either of those to deliver acceptable damage per successful hit, according to this. It's also fire and poison. And then it starts going into specific classes and exactly how you can do different things or what your class cannot do in order to get around some of these things that uh, these monsters have that they're immune to. So it's kind of interesting. We still have a while before Diablo 2 Resurrected is going to come out. And that, of course, was based on the original Diablo 2. It's sort of built on that platform with better graphics and things like that, but true to the source material, I suppose you could say. So if you're already thinking about that and can't wait to get into the game, this might be a good thing for you to check out. So you'll know going in what immunities the monsters have, and you can plan ahead if you've never played before. If you remember from the original, you might already know some of this stuff. I don't think a lot of it would have changed considering how close they're keeping the updated version and the original version. But it's kind of neat. And then the last thing that I have for this episode, there is someone named Heather who follows Shattered Soulstone, and Heather has one of those uh, Lilith statues. At the time that I'm reading this off and talking about this, the Lilith statue is among one of the statues that Blizzard is uh, got on sale right now, but I think it lasts for about, the sale lasts for about 12 hours from the time I'm speaking these words right now. So if you really want to get it, by the time you hear this, it's probably too late, but I'm sure they'll do another sale of some kind. It seems like these statues keep coming up for sale in groups every so often. So Heather has sort of wrapped her Lilith statue in a gauzy reddish fabric of some kind and has taken a couple of really neat pictures and has written blood is the key on the the tweet that she posted and it's really nicely done I think it's just photography really and it's not like a filter from Instagram which I think she's done too is kind of clever and all you see is you know Lilith with all this like red blood fabric around her and like going over her face and it just kind of reminded me of the video where Lilith came out of the blood and uh, you end up staring at her covered in blood by the end of it, that one. It's just it's just kind of neat. And that's really all I have for today. I'm not sure how long this show was. I There wasn't a whole lot of stuff to talk about this time around, but I tried to bring in what I could. And hopefully some of that either entertains you or makes you want to go read it and or watch it and or listen to it. And this is where I'm going to end the show for now. You have been listening to episode 313 of The Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. 
missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your thoughts, contributions, questions, and feedback to our Twitter at Shattered Stone or Facebook, facebook.com slash Shattered Soulstone. You can also leave a comment on the website, So far, no one has done any of these things, but there's always hope. Thank you for listening.